Welcome to the Journal Hijabi podcast. I'm your host, Sirin, and here we're all about elevating the voices of hijabi women in mainstream media through authentic storytelling. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to another episode of Journal Hijabi. This is your host, Serene. It is December 30th, tomorrow is New Year's, and I'm sitting here on my bed in Austin, Texas, just reflecting on the new year, what's to come, fresh starts, new beginning, mindset, and just getting clear with things. And I have my Invisalign in, and it's kind of annoying when I want to record a episode, I don't know whether to take them off or not, like if it makes a difference in like the way that I enunciate or like pronounce things. Hopefully it's not too off. But what really made me want to record an episode tonight, a solo episode, was actually a bit of a traumatic experience that I just went through. And when I kind of go through moments like that, I ask myself, okay, what are ways that I can self-soothe myself? And so... I prayed Aisha 
but then I needed something more. So I don't know if it was going to be a yoga flow, a meditation, a little dance session. And then I thought of just recording in a podcast episode. And it's crazy to think that, honestly, me recording episodes and in kind of like a journal format really helps me like process those moments of like you know tense trauma and stuff so me and my sister were walking outside of her apartment and i hear loud dogs bark and let me back up i mentioned trauma but really specifically it's dog trauma so i just went through some dog trauma dog trauma is real i've had bad experiences with dogs when I was younger. So let's talk about that. Um, So the experience that I had and kind of developed about dogs. So I was in middle school. I just woke up in the morning and was going to walk to my bus stop, ready to start my day, ready to go to school, have my backpack. And this was our neighbor's dog. It was kind of crazy. They have like Dalmatians, which are just like batshit crazy dogs. Like they would always bark, bite, run, aggressive. And their door would always just be open. So I was just walking to the bus stop and the door was open. And the Dalmatian dog comes out and like just chases me. And I'm like terrified. Like I can't walk to the bus stop now. So I immediately go back to our house, close the door. And I'm like freaking out. Like I need to get to the bus stop. I need to go to school. I'm going to be late. I wake up my dad. It becomes a whole thing. And not even him couldn't even shoo him away. He was just too aggressive. And it was like life or death. Like I knew that that dog was going to like eat me alive. Like he was not playing. Like he was just going to ruin my day. And I was like bawling, crying. You know, this is like me in eighth grade and it just really ruined my day and like shook me and traumatized me and I guess I've just always like had encounters like that with dogs of them being just like aggressive and running up to you and you know like just me assuming the worst like I have scenarios in my mind that like one day a dog is gonna bite me and you know dog bites are like horrible so back to the dog trauma moment we were walking we heard loud dogs in the apartment hallway we were like going down somewhere i think like to get groceries or something and i'm like freaked out you know because like when you're in a hallway and like it echoes and like these dogs are barking and i thought they were like close i was like hell no so i like ran you know ran down the hall and then i came back up and i hear multiple dogs in the hallway and i just want to go back inside our apartment and immediately when i entered the hall and i heard like a bunch of dogs and yelling and screaming and aggressiveness i was like yeah no so i walked back into the elevator you know just basically trying to run away i don't know where i was going but i kind of hid in the elevator and guess what happened the dogs the multiple dogs that i heard came inside the elevator with me so i'm standing here already have dog trauma and multiple when i okay so i thought it was like you know one two dogs thought it was like one when i tell you there were 10 dogs in the elevator with me like oh my god like i i it's crazy like i know we're in austin it's such a dog state dog city like you're just 
like you got to get used to it but you know just knowing that i was like already terrified and kind of like in survival mode and just seeing red and then like all of those dogs entering it was i was literally in the middle of a 101 dalmatian movie which is crazy because that's actually my favorite movie ever 101 dalmatians and there was just like dogs one after another coming in and coming in and i'm like and, and, and this girl which I believe is like the owner of the dogs, you know, she's just like, Londi, like, oh, you're scared of dogs. Like she came in, you know, with her 20 dogs and saw that I was like curling up in the corner and they're like jumping and smelling me and barking and like 30 different breeds. (laughs) Like, I don't know how she, you know, raises them all in her apartment, but she kind of noticed I was scared. I told her, oh, I have to like, you know, get out. My apartment's here because they were going down and I just had to get out. So she's like, oh, you're scared of dogs? like yeah so she tried to kind of like shoo them away but i mean some of them were like itty bitty like furry baby dogs and stuff it's crazy how the one thing that you are avoiding or trying to avoid just comes back to you and i think that's just like god's way of showing that the energy you put out like that's what comes to you i was hiding from the dogs and end up finding myself stuck in an elevator with 10 of them which is crazy. So I am surrendering to that moment in reality that that's just how Austin, Texas is. It's surrounded by a lot of dogs, but I've learned that they're not aggressive. I guess they're just fierce. Like they weren't going to bite me. They were just like jumpy and cheerful. And I guess I have to get used to that if I want to live around here. Also yesterday, my sister's friend came over. Her name is JC or Jellyfish, we like to call her. She has like this cute jellyfish earring business that she makes and it was a very vibey night. Like we wanted to do vision boards for 2023 and we did the tarot card reading stuff. I don't know if I'm saying it right, tarot, tarot, but it's those cards that you pull one and it's a number and then it explain things. So I'm going to read the one that I pulled. I pulled number 20, which is the star of Venus. And it's crazy how it aligned with what I was feeling or am going through being fun employed. And in the reading, it talked about financial healing. So it said that financial healing is indicated. Let go of fear and trust unconditionally that the universe is supporting you. What brings you a sense of joy, purpose, and passionate devotion? Focus on that. Believe in your ability to thrive by being and expressing your authentic self. Transition into a new reality of higher consciousness. Consciousness, my Invisalign lisp, and healed experience regarding money, financial power, and resources. And this part is crazy, like the most part that I aligned with and it talks about soul currency that soul currency is the conscious economics of bringing people together not driving them apart the term soul currency I've never heard of it and so when I was reading that card being unemployed kind of having that fear of finances a stable income and then coming across the term soul currency which i've never heard of before and then just thinking of it that way that finances and currency it's not only just money but there's a currency in your soul as well and you need to nurture that so enough of the chitty chatter and i want to get into well much needed chitty chatter But I'm going to get into today's episode topic, which surrounds New Year's 2023.
it's just crazy how I think of people around the world celebrating every year that passes by, but it's limited down to one day of the year of celebrating a whole new year, one day out of 365 days. And I guess it's kind of like holidays, like you narrow down Valentine's or loving your partner in one day or Thanksgiving being thankful in one day or your birthday being born in one day. And it's just like an interesting concept to look at. But really I was reflecting on, I guess, a stigmatized or unpopular opinion and idea. And that's basically spending New Year's solo. So me and my sister have come to the conclusion that we have a bit different personalities and I thought that in the beginning there was like something wrong about that or off that like, you know, we're two whole different people. She likes this, I like that, but we celebrate our individualness. And so for New Year's, of course, she has like her own plans and friends and parties. And so I decided for myself here, I'm just going to spend New Year's solo for the first time and I love experiences like that kind of once-in-a-lifetime experiences of doing the thing that is stigmatized or there's some resistance there of just being used to New Year's associated with celebration among people and parties and events rather than a celebration with yourself of taking the time to sit down and feel yourself as you arrive in a fresh new year. I don't really hear of that. I don't really see of that. It's not talked about. I think we just party away our worries, but deep down after all the celebration is gone, we kind of sit in a bit of misery like, okay, like now what? Oh no, whole another year to go through. So me being open to this experience of spending New Year's solo, and I'm so excited about it. I have like a whole list that I wrote to do. So New Year's Eve is tomorrow and I wrote down like a bunch of things that I can do. So I wrote yoga practice, bath, make lunch at home, a vision board, painting, journaling, listing your needs and wants, praying. Those are the many things that you can do solo on any given day but New Year's and I thought it was a great kind of concept to bring up and talk about and I'm not gonna lie I was afraid of it because a part of me and I believe many human beings is the fear the human fear of feeling alone or being alone or being solo because that takes so much strength and accountability to kind of sit for yourself and I've seen a lot of people struggle with that and I used to see it as an odd thing like why am I like this why do I do the opposite things from everyone why can't I just be like the crowd follow the crowd like everyone's out celebrating with friends and then I choose you know to do this but I celebrate that my uniqueness my eagerness in exploring untapped experiences I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts earlier called Therapy Chat, hosted by Laura Reagan, licensed clinical social worker. And the episode was what I really needed in that moment today. And that's about how 
how and why to set boundaries. And I was relating it to the new year of 2023, setting boundaries and being clear about your needs and desires. So I'm going to read a bit about the contents of that episode and then talk about how to set boundaries and list your needs and wants. Naming our boundaries can help us feel in control of our lives as grown adults. We can't control everything, but we do have autonomy and choice as adults. With mindful intention, it is possible to thrive, even during stressful times. It's common to feel disempowered when we grew up in homes without our emotional needs being met consistently enough. However, as an adult, you have more power than you may be giving yourself credit for. No one can actually take that away from you. By focusing on what is within your control and letting go of what isn't, you can take your power back during the holidays. As we move into the new year, learning to express your boundaries, your wants and needs, and name and hold your boundaries is something that you can learn. So here's how we can set boundaries. Number one, ask your family and friends about their plans and needs. Asking people you care about their plans and needs is a great way to understand expectations and set boundaries. Ask what they want from you, how you can help them, and how they can feel appreciated. If they don't share these feelings with you, ask them again. This way you can avoid unnecessary stress. Number two, be clear about what you want. Know your limits and boundaries, especially when it comes to spending time with family and loved ones. You don't need to be rude if a situation makes you uncomfortable. Just say no. If someone asks you for something that's unreasonable, take the opportunity to set an example by saying no anyway because their requests don't fit within your boundaries of your life. Number three, practicing saying no. The biggest mistake you can make is to give in to others. If a friend invites you over for dinner, but if you don't feel like going, tell her no, and then stick to your decision. The more practice you have with saying no, the easier it will become for situations like these. Number four, don't take on more than you can handle. There's a fine line between taking on too much and not enough. When you are in the holiday season, it can be tempting to throw yourself into a situation or take on more than your body is capable of handling. This is especially true when you have children at your home who might be excited about the festivities but need your attention as well. It's easy for us to get swept by our friends' excitement and forget about ourselves. So it's interesting that last sentence was brought up because I mentioned that in the beginning that New Year's parties and celebration, we think about people and meeting and friends and celebration and this, but you easily can forget about yourself in the process and celebrating what you want for the new year because it's yours you. It's by you yourself. And number five, listen to yourself. Before deciding how much work you want to put in, it's crucial to pay close attention to your body. Saying no when something is uncomfortable or physically taxing is appropriate. Don't feel guilty about it either. So now transitioning to the topic of defining your needs and wants and then how that aligns in the new year. So it's important to define what a need is and what a want is. A need is something necessary to live and function. A want is something that can improve your quality of life. So I don't see needs and wants in this cookie cutter definition, but rather in a way of me 
serene. What do I need this year? What do I desire for myself this year? What do I want this year? And it's much more than just amounting it to an object like, I want those boots, I want that, I want this, I want this job. But I tie it back to the way that I want to feel. What is the energy that I want to be surrounded by in 2023? What are the experiences that I desire in the fresh year? And then it's making a plan to fit those kinds of emotions and needs and energies and desires. So I think that's that's not only important, but very crucial for you to do, for everyone to do, because if you don't, then you just start the new year in such a fog, in such a fog and blur, and there's a lot of outward influence. Like if you're at parties or friends and this, when can you make the time to be alone and be clear about what you want for the new year? I don't really like the term new year's resolution, you know, it's just taboo or whatever that is. I go back to the needs and desires, the energy that I want for the fresh year. So pop out a piece of paper or a journal or write it in your notes, but be very clear about your needs and desires and also setting boundaries that might block you from reaching those needs and desires. So that's all I have for today. I'm super hungry, so I might go eat like not might, I am gonna go eat the leftover Chipotle that I have from today and maybe watch a movie or show and currently my sister's cat is right next to me just laying down like a big furry teddy bear and around me is like the green light of ocean waves that I love. It's like this lamp and just having a calm, nice night before New Year's and setting that intention and just waking up with a clear mind and letting go of that tense energy that's telling you you need to have plans, you need to make friends, you need to make, you need to be out there. Well, you don't. Not every New Year's, not every celebration. You can be with you and that's more than enough. So just thought I would leave you with that. You either think that I'm crazy or you align with this or this is a new perspective that you probably never even thought of which is awesome so just be open to that experience and i wish you all a very cheery 2023 want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thanks for reaching the end of the episode. We hope you learned something new about the women who wear the hijab. You can watch the recorded video of this episode on YouTube at Journal Hijabi. And be sure to follow our Instagram at Journal Hijabi to stay updated on all things hijabi and help spread our stories. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi.